Hey everybody, welcome to the LDU Brothers podcast. I don't remember what episode this is. Sorry, we're recording these out of order. Oh, it's three, I think. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, no, I think it'll be 44 because oh, okay. I think we just did four. So, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is how prepared and professional we are. Um, but we are very excited because we have fresh off of Mastermind, Sarah Jane. Hi, Sarah Jane. Hi. <laughs> Hi, welcome to our show. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, it's not very often that we have real celebrities on here. <laughs> We've got a lot of questions about this, so buckle up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I guess I'd like to. I guess we'd like to start with uh, how did how did a girl from Kentucky end up in England? Ah, well, let's see, I'm coming up on seven years of living here, and I came originally to do a master's degree at the University of Warwick, which is just in Coventry, on the edge of Coventry, where mm -hmm. I live. Uh, so I did a master's, got stuck into a PhD, and then just stayed on, because um, well, I like it here, so <laughs> so that's how I got um, pulled into England from Kentucky. Oh, what is your, um, well, what was your master's in, and what's your PhD in? Uh, the history of medicine. Oh, I did uh, the history of medicine for GCSE history. It used ah. to be on the OCR board when I did GCSE. So yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, not saying I know as much about it as you, but I know a bit about it. I know enough <laughs> about it to get started. So yeah, you've got the interest though. So yeah, mm. yeah. It was really. I got an A start. It was a really interesting topic. So yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about the history of medicine. <laughs> And how did you come to end up on Mastermind? What did you, you must have applied, I guess. They didn't scout you out. Oh, no, I don't think they do any scouting. I think everyone <laughs> who goes on has to go through the, the application. But, um, yeah, I, well, I quizzed almost as long as I can remember since I was a kid. I did um academic team at school. I don't know if that's everywhere in America, but in Kentucky it's a big thing. Um, and then when I came over here, realized quizzing, there's a lot of TV quizzing in the UK. Mm. Um, yeah, there is. Yeah, much more than the US. So I was like, Oh, really? Yeah. We, we cornered the market on it. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's shows like quizzing shows like that. Yeah, not very popular over yeah, here okay. right now. You live and learn. Yeah. But um, no, I just, you know, mastermind sort of the, um, Oh gosh, I don't know. It's the uh, gold crown of of quizzing over here. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a it's a big one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I applied. Um, well, I went on a few years ago um, and did a bit of Fry and Laurie in my first round, but didn't get through to the second round. Um, right. But then this another time, great um, show. Yeah, a bit of yeah. Fry and Laurie. I recommend it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, then this time, I well, I put in another application. Didn't hear for a year. Um, and then very suddenly, about two weeks before filming this this uh, last series that just finished, um, I got a phone call that said, sorry, um, you know, we know this is really last minute, but someone's just dropped out and you are our first backup. We never told you, but you are our first backup. <laughs> um, can, wow, yeah. that's incredible. So I had two, about two and a half weeks to uh, watch Peep Show through you know, uh, start to finish and take notes and, and just be as prepared as possible. Um, and I will never say no if someone asks me on TV or a podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and how do you, how did you come to find Peep Show? Because again, that's, uh, for an American, that's a pretty unusual thing to be a fan of, I, I would say. Yeah, I guess the 
fanship in America, I mean, Sean probably knows more than me, but um, isn't huge. But um, but the nope. fan base that's there is very dedicated. <laughs> and uh, I was a part of that because I started watching it. Um, oh, golly, I figured it out the other day. I should have written it down. But about nine years ago, I'd say. Um, nine or ten oh. years ago. How did you discover it? Was it... <laughs> Did you stumble across it on the television or? It was, um, Hulu was a new thing. So it was relatively, you know, whenever Hulu happened within a year of that, I got on Hulu and I was just saying what all the free TV shows were I could watch. And they had a bunch of British ones, um, channel four and whatnot. And, uh, they said, oh, well, here's this one with, um, David Mitchell, uh, who I knew from QI, uh, cause I'd been watching mm. QI for a while. I thought, well, I'll try something with David Mitchell in it. And <laughs> I watched it and I, I literally, the second I hit play, I, it didn't stop. I think it took me about 14 hours or something. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't eat. I didn't sleep. I literally stayed up all night and watched every episode <laughs> that existed. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah, that's dedication to Boop Show. And so after that, did you did you watch it along with the British broadcast? I take it it isn't broadcast over there. No, I don't know how I watched it after that. I think um, maybe some kind people put it on YouTube or something like that is how I mm. ended up watching it. And then I guess you've been in Britain for a while, so yeah. the last few series you must have I seen did. I saw them watch. when it aired kind of thing. That, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Peep Show in the thick of it and a couple others. Uh, it was just the best when I moved over here that I could actually watch those things. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm interested that you uh, originally, when you went on to Mastermind, you um, had a bit of Brian Laurie as your uh, special subject. That's something that I really mm. love myself. But again, I'm, I'm intrigued as to how an American got into uh, that. I think, again, it probably stemmed out of watching QI. Um, I don't remember how I got into QI even, but um, I, I just started thinking, well, what else has Stephen Fry done or been in? That's probably how I got into mm. QIs because I already knew who Stephen Fry was. But anyway, um, and then I just started looking around and found a bit of Fry and Laurie and, you know, fell in love with Hugh Laurie as well as Stephen Fry. And uh, yeah, just just. I, mean, I really do think it's one of the best sketch oh, shows of the last like, so 30 well years. It's yeah, so funny. And, and it's still you watch mm. it today, like 30 years later, and it's still so such good writing that it, you know, it'll never be old or anything. <laughs> no, I, I sorry, go on, John. It's weird because my introduction to um Hugh Laurie was through House, and I just always assumed he was American because in House you never hear him any have any sort of accent. And then yeah, the first time I actually saw him in a movie <laughs> and was like, Oh wow, he's British. Like, I really British. wasn't aware of that. Yeah, yeah, like super British. Um I've actually met Stephen Fry uh Sarah Jane oh. twice and he is the nicest man in real life that it was such a they say never meet your heroes but it was such a pleasure to meet him because he was oh, really nice in real life yeah. so recommend if you ever get the chance <laughs> to meet him he's really nice and he's really i was really starstruck and he was really kind he didn't call me an idiot which is what i behaved oh. like so and signed about 10 of my books that i had with me so oh that's really nice to hear yeah i've never run into anyone mm. that i'm a, a big fan of so Oh, I didn't. I didn't run into him. I went to see QI oh, being filmed and queued for like six hours to be at the front. I was <laughs> an obsessive Stephen Fry fan when I was younger. So. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. I feel like I'm hogging all the conversation here. 
Oh, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. I don't care. I don't care. I'm just listening and, and going like, damn, this is really, this is really uh, entertaining so far. Um, Sarah Jane, what was John Humphreys like is my other question because I've always been a fan of his as well. He's, um, he's quite aloof, I would say. Um, yeah. Because uh, really? <laughs> I've done a bunch of, um, I don't know, like five TV shows, uh, quizzes, and he's the only one of all the quiz masters who's never said hello or come around to shake hands or that sort of thing which is that is disappointing John Humphreys (laughs) I guess he's quite because he's so sort of um austere on the today program Mm -hmm. I kind of imagine that that's what he's like in real life and it sounds like maybe he is so I kind of think of him as like a scary headmaster well it might be it might be on purpose though since mastermind's supposed to be so intimidating and it's a interrogation based you know quiz show that maybe being aloof is part of the psychology of it but yeah yeah I know that my so my aunt's ex-boyfriend years ago went on it when it was Magnus Magnuson who was the um host and apparently he was really scary so maybe you're right maybe he's trying to follow in the footsteps of, of him maybe <laughs> yeah what was the was the chair comfortable um, no <laughs> i'm i'm a little on the short side and and uh so my feet don't really touch the floor so uh, you can kind of see me across my legs just so i have so i don't wobble back and forth so I know that you said that you watched all the episodes of Peep Show to do prep. Um, like, what did your prep consist of? Were you just taking, like, meticulous notes over all the episodes? Or, like, what were you yeah, doing? Yeah, well, <laughs> it might be overboard. But I, then I see other people who go underboard <laughs> on their specialist subjects. And I always think, I don't want to be one of them. So I go overboard. And I took, um, oh, I've forgotten how many pages pages it is. But over 100 pages of notes, I think it was. Um, <laughs> just literally sitting there with the, uh, the DVD remote stopping every two seconds or so to take a note like, Oh, uh, Jeremy's wearing this t-shirt in this scene, or, um, uh, here's this thing that Callie mentions in that episode or, or whatever it is. Um, especially things that I don't get. I think that's a challenge being not natively British. There's lots of references that I just, I'm like, what the heck is that? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yes, I can empathize with that a hundred percent. Yeah, there's quite often things that um, that I have to explain to Sean, or that he's had to look up, and that it must be really weird, like culturally. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's only the same for me watching American stuff because there's things I don't get in American stuff, or didn't get for years. So, like Friends is a really good example of things that, like brand names and things like that, that I didn't mm-hmm. get for years, and then eventually the penny dropped that that's what they were but it must be strange to to watch this and sometimes some of the humor is inbuilt in the cultural references (laughs) definitely (laughs) (laughs) so you took a bunch of notes and then what what did you do after that Uh, well i not much because because i had such a short turnaround um i just sort of read the notes for the last i think i had about two days between finishing the note taking and going up for the filming to just reading the notes and highlighting bits. Um, it helps that I've, I've written quizzes and things like that. So I was thinking, what what is um, what makes a good question? What's, uh, you know, the cadence? Because the mastermind questions have a certain cadence and length to them. Um, you know, what would be a good mastermind question out of this? And just highlighting those bits. Uh, <laughs> so... That sounds like you've actually there's a lot of thought in that into that like much more than I don't know much about quizzing to be fair but I guess if you've got a 
a good background in what, like you say, makes a good quiz question and stuff like that. That's going to yeah, be helpful. Yeah, it, it definitely, it, it gives you an edge rather than just reading everything and trying to remember everything. Say, let, let's say you're doing Jane Austen books or something, you know, you, you just read it with the eye of knowing, uh, well, this is, this would make a good question um, rather than, oh, I have mm. to remember, you know, oh, this tiny, tiny detail, what color dress so-and-so was wearing on you know page 123 or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah so how much of your how many of the questions did they ask you like did you know from studying and how many were just like kind of oh yeah so that's pretty straightforward i think most of them were pretty straightforward and i would have gotten them without the studying um just because you know i'd love peep show but um I think probably maybe three of them or so. I'd have to go, I, you know, I don't really watch myself back on TV, but I'd have to go back and look to figure out which questions they were. Um, well, lucky for you, I happen to have all the questions pulled up right here in front of me. I thought that they were quite straightforward. I agree with you. Um, I I did get them all right. There was one I stumbled over, which was one of the ones you got wrong, but it, I, the, the answer I started to give was the answer you did give, which was about super hands mm. and the, where he went, where he was going to go for the moped yeah, business. Um, but then, yeah, yeah, but I was really proud that I'd got them right. But then my husband said, well, you're weird and you're doing a podcast about it, so you're not a fair <laughs> subject. But he did them and he, I, I think he got like three or four wrong, but he did all right. And he's just a casual peep show watcher. So I'm not sure they were the most fiendish no, questions. They were. <laughs> and not criticising the, the question setters on, on Mastermind, but um, I think they could have definitely... I feel like they didn't know Peep Show that well. One of the ones that I missed was uh, when Jeremy is laid apparently unconscious in front of the TV during Mark and Sophie's Weekend Away, What's on TV? I completely missed that one and then was upset about it. Uh, Literally, just a a couple minutes ago when we were saying, you know, British references and such and such, that was what came in my head is I I don't know what Tenko is at all. I assume it's a British thing, but I have no idea what it is. Yeah, it is interesting. I think. I think. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think I said black adder or something like that. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean it was like warship, so that I, th- I can see why that would be your answer. Um, I, I also, of course, it must be much harder under the pressure of the studio lights to answer those questions than it is just for us sitting in our front rooms. You know yeah. that you can't underestimate how the pressure is <laughs> going to get to you. So. I'm not sure I would have done as well had John Humphrey's been breathing down my mm. neck. I was just going to say, I always watch those quiz shows and then, um, you know, I'm like, oh, how could you freaking miss that question, you idiot? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, yeah, well, I don't have a camera, the host and fucking <laughs> couple thousand people watching me. So, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh. Yeah. Um, I know what I was going to ask. You said you'd been on uh, quiz shows before. What other quiz shows uh, have you been on? Uh, let's see. The first one I was on was University Challenge uh, back in 2012, I think. Um, and oh, then, cool. let's see, Two Tribes, which is a Richard Osman one. I don't know if it still happens anymore. It wasn't hu- hugely popular. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I do. That is still <laughs> um, on. Yeah. Um, what else have I done? Um, uh, what have I done? I can't remember. Oh, 15 to 1. Um, with Sandy Toxvig. Oh, and, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Then um, Mastermind the two different times. <laughs> uh, what was University Challenge like? Um, <laughs> I loved it. Um, it was, uh, we lost in our second round. Up to the very last second, we were tied. Um, so it was a nail biter. So that I didn't Who did love. you lose to? Uh, I think it was King's College, Cambridge. 
Um, those bastards, those bastards. I hate them to this day. <laughs> <laughs> but they did do really well that year. I think they were runners-up or something like that. So, you know, fair yeah. enough. But, uh, damn it. I wish, so when I was at university, there was like a call out for, for anyone that wanted to to come and be on the team to go on university challenge but I didn't have the courage and I, mm. I wish I had because I bet it's a great experience oh, yeah. but yeah I, I would just be <laughs> I would be terrified of being that guy who didn't answer any questions and I probably would be that guy who didn't answer any questions <laughs> so we had one of those on our team and Twitter was so mean to him just oh, <laughs> um, yeah so I don't blame also, you also <laughs> Twitter Twitter is merciless of university challenge as well if you've got even the slightest weird thing about you and I just know that they'd pick up on like my common voice or my crazy nose or something like that and it'd be on twitter and i'd just be i'd never get over it (laughs) so how does university challenge work is it just like do they have like teams of four or something like that yeah it seems is it six it's four yeah (laughs) yeah from eight from, from different universities and they go against each other and then through some mathematical wizardry it all gets it goes on for months and months and months and then it all gets whittled down to two teams and then whoever wins is the king of university challenge but it's been going for years sort of since the 60s i think yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that actually sounds kind of interesting it's a british institution oh, yeah. you should look it up Definitely yeah watch it. it's yeah. um <laughs> it's one of those things that like so in my family we've always played it and at the peak of university challenge madness probably when i was about 15 and my sister was about 13 we used to have scoreboards on the fridge. Like we took it really seriously. And to this day, it's like when, when I, but when my husband was first introduced to the family, that was how I knew he was going to fit in because he came and played university challenge with us and wasn't scared. He answered questions. <laughs> I feel like this is a show that would succeed in America because um, as I'm sure uh, Sarah Jane being from Kentucky with university of Kentucky, like, uh, you know, st- like state schools are very like people are very proud of their uh, state <laughs> I have schools. To uh, interject, it's like I went to the University of Louisville, which is the absolute arch enemy of the University of Kentucky. So, oh, excuse, I'm sorry, I didn't <laughs> insult you. I apologize. Sorry, right. I apologize. Man. <laughs> You're what Cardinals or something like that? Yeah, go Cards. <laughs> Wait a minute, I think I think you guys fucking beat us in basketball one year, Kate. I think Louisville beat KU in basketball one year. In Pro- the term. Probably, yeah. <laughs> we, well, we won the national championship five years ago. Um, oh, yeah, that was when and, it... Yeah, I think you guys yeah. beat us in the final four or something <laughs> maybe, like that. Maybe. <laughs> Fuckers. I don't sorry. Know, I don't know so if it makes you feel means. better. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to... Uh, I was trying to explain March Madness to Laura a couple weeks ago, and she was just like, oh, sounds... Interesting. Um, yeah, I'm not sure I fully understood even after you explained it in some considerable detail. I think I did, but it, yeah, it was a whole other world. Yeah, no, it's well, yeah, I think um, in Kentucky in particular, it's um, it, you just grow up watching basketball. It's it's everything in Kentucky. So it for me, it's just natural. But definitely, there's a lot of world outside of uh, NCAA basketball. <laughs> yeah. all right well laura do you have the questions do you want to so i haven't actually looked at um i didn't actually look at the questions so if you want to like maybe so sarah jane doesn't feel so like put on the spot if you want to alternate between us yep i can split them up that sounds good how many yep i've got let me count them 
I, I promise you I haven't looked at the questions. She sent them to me, and I kind of skimmed them, but, yeah, don't remember any of them. Yeah, sure, that's what he's <laughs> telling you, Sarah J. <laughs> I'm going to do terrible, so I've got worry. an even number, so there we go. That works perfectly. Okay. All right. Who wants to go first? I will let I will let the guest go first. Okay. Ready? <laughs> okay, it. Sarah Jane. What wedding anniversary would Mark and Sophie be celebrating on May the 18th this year? <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Uh 10th? Oh, so close. It was 11th. You you so almost there. At Sean, who does Jeremy describe as she's outlandish, she's funny, she's saucy, and she's got the filthiest laugh? Oh, God. Uh, Sarah? <laughs> no, the Queen. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, that's right, the Queen. Oh, not doing this very well so far, guys. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Sarah Jane, two episodes share a title, the first in Series 2 and the second in Series 5. What is that title? Oh, God, first in series two. Um, oh, fuck, give her the easy question, thanks. <laughs> uh, oh, this is frustrating, because I, I did study the uh, episode titles for Mastermind, but not since. Um, I'll give you a clue. Uh, it involves something that involves both Mark and Jeremy and someone else um, in each case. Uh, Think oh, about question oh, number um, one. Yeah, think about question number with, one. Uh, getting married or... Yeah, his wedding. Well. I'll give you that. You can have that one. Wedding. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean, what is the name shared by Mark's sister's estranged husband, Dobby's ex-boyfriend, and Superhands? Simon. Yeah! <laughs> I wish I had like a ding sound. Ding! Um, <laughs> um, Sarah Jane. The original theme tune was composed by Daniel Pemberton and used only in series one. What is the piece of music called? Oh, it's uh, like pim pim pop. It's oh, it's something like that. Uh, pink punk or plink yeah, punk? Yeah, pip pop pip. I'll give you that. That's uh, yeah. That's, okay, you, you were on the right lines. Um, well, you're being very generous to our guest, Laura. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> at his wedding to Nancy, what is the colour of Jesse's suit? White. Yeah, there you go. Too all at the moment. I will always remember that just because of how funny it is seeing him dance by himself in that white tuxedo. <laughs> With the silver tie, the silver tie as well. Yes. Sarah Jane, in Man Show, Jeremy likens his poker skills to that of a former Cambodian revolutionary. He is hot like... Paul Pot. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Sean, at the start of Series 9... Mark is living with Jerry and pretending not to enjoy mainstream pursuits such as Candy Crush. Which Shakespeare play does he quote whilst playing the game on the toilet? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm an English teacher, Sarah Jane, so this is I've done this to be horrible. <laughs> and I'm glad Sean got it and not you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh god, there's I've got all the eyes on me now. <laughs> All my shit talking about people doing poorly on quiz shows. Fuck. Um, I'm going to say, I don't know. I'm just going to pick a Shakespeare play. Um, oh, my God. Uh, Hamlet. No, it was Antony and Cleopatra. And the quote was, like Cleopatra, Candy Crush makes hungry when Moshi satisfies. 
<laughs> um, Sarah Jane, what is Dobby's real name? Jesus. Uh, well, Dobby. <laughs> yeah, this isn't fair. This is sort of. She is getting the easier ones. Um, Sean, in Jeremy Makes It, which long-running children's TV show does Superhand say they're not in to justify his smoking of crack? Blue Peter? Yay! (laughs) At the moment, Sarah Jane's got four, Sean's got three. Uh, Uh. Sarah Jane, when Mark meets April again in 2015, where is her day job lecturing at? Oh... Oh, I can't remember if it's a real one. Uh, South Thames College? Yes! Well done. God damn, wow. I'm not worried. I didn't know that off the top of my head. I had to go and look that up in the episodes. I'm very impressed that you knew that. Um, Sean, (laughs) Superhands introduces Jeremy to a nefarious character called Wadey in Mole Mapping. Where does he tell Jeremy that Wadey has recently been away working at? Uh, Macedonia? No, it is a centre parks, which you might even not know what a centre parks is. So I'm going to say that was not really fair for you, that one. They're a chain of holiday resorts. Um, okay. Sarah Jane, which book by Anthony Beaver does Mark describe as a very big read back in series one? Oh, say that one again, please. Which, which book by Anthony Beaver does Mark describe as a very big read back in series one? Um, oh, um... Is oh crap the uh something grad um yeah <laughs> what can, uh, not Petrograd nope. um uh, I'm Stalin yes Stalingrad well oh. <laughs> Sean in holiday what are the names of the two sisters that Mark and Jeremy meet whilst having Mark stag do on a narrowboat oh god <laughs> um. I don't remember. Lucy and Aurora. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sarah Jane, how many episodes of Peep Show are there in total? Oh, crap. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to add in my head. Uh... 54? Yes, there are 54. Um, <laughs> Sean, which book does Jeremy struggle to get through in A Beautiful Mind? Oh, man. Uh, Tale of Two Cities? No, Wuthering Heights. Sorry. <laughs> Sarah Jane, in the series premiere of series nine, it is revealed that Superhands is getting married. What is the name of his fiancée? Molly. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean, how much does Johnson offer Jeremy to sleep with Big Sue's? 540 pounds? Or 530. I'm going to give you that because that was that was pretty, pretty close <laughs> considering you've done no revision. And finally, Sarah Jane... In seasonal beatings, what urban animation does Jeremy act out in charades? Uh, which oh, Chicken Run. Yes. <laughs> and at the end of the quiz, Sarah Jane has nine, and Sean has four. Oh, sorry, Sean. Wow, it's okay. <laughs> but you were up against someone who literally went on mastermind with this, so I think think it's fine to have lost to Sarah Jane. You've lost to the best. Yeah, I wear that as a pad of pride. <laughs> Thank you for playing, Sarah Jane. <laughs> Sorry no to put you on the spot with that. That's <laughs> no, okay. I'm really fucking impressed that you got South Thames College. Yeah, me by too. That was that's impressive. <laughs> that that I mean, that shows that you should have won Mastermind the whole series. Yeah, else, yeah. I should have. <laughs> like. 
you could have asked me that question and I probably would have thought about it for a you I and you could have given me a year to think about it and I still wouldn't have come out with South Thames College. Well, I wrote the question, Sean, and I wouldn't have got that right. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, uh, Sarah Jane, thank you so much for coming on the show with us. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. You are, you have carte blanche to come on. If you want to talk about any of the series seven, eight or nine episodes, you just let us know which one you want to. Yeah, that'd be great. If you've got a particular favorite that you'd like to come on and talk about, that'd be lovely to have someone else's opinion. Oh, Cool. Yeah, I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of limited to seven, eight, and nine because we've already done, done everything else. Yeah. <laughs> although, <laughs> although we are talking about looping back around and doing the oh, the start of series, series one. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if there's a series one episode, we could uh, loop you in there too. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on our show. Like I said, I'm very excited to have another American on here. <laughs> Yay. Or, I don't know, I guess, are you expatriate yet, or are you? Um, I don't know. I've never, I just, I'm, I'm an American in Britain, and I don't really, uh, don't know what I am yet. Because um, <laughs> I don't have citizenship yet or anything like that, so I'm just plain american still <laughs> well if you are looking for something to do on fourth of july my uncle who lives in england has a fourth of july party oh, and he's trying to get everyone to go to this fourth of july party Sarah Jane. he's trying to get me to go and i said <laughs> an englishman can't go to a fourth of july party it's like what it would be like going to a celebration against myself i can't go to that <laughs> <laughs> but Laura Laura and uh, her husband and her two kids also have an open invitation to go to the 4th of July party so if you want to go to the 4th of July party DM me and I'll get you hooked up with <laughs> alright they, cool. they do it fucking they do it fucking righteous they got fireworks barbecue I mean I hear it's an like, awesome party but I'm just worried I'd be there to get lynched like what's the what is the purpose of an English person at a 4th of July party well I mean just so you know like the entire village that he lives in comes out for this party. Well, I've got no respect <laughs> for that village, then, Sean. <laughs> you know, like, it started. Just... It started out as like a small thing, obviously, and then it's kind of like everybody's like, "Oh, this looks fun. This looks fun." And now, everybody now there's goes. like this whole village in Kent that is just like a little outpost of America on the Fourth of July every year. <laughs> <laughs> The guy that makes the fireworks, he does it while smoking. <laughs> Elf and safety in it. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. Thank you so much, Sarah Jane. 